Good morning. <coughs> it's the crack of dawn. It's 11.36 a.m. <sighs> Had to wake up early to get this done. Because I've been procrastinating. You know, I I love having a podcast. Promoting it, talking about it, putting it out. My least favorite part about it, though, is making the podcast. It's just a lot of work. I have to sit down, figure out a script, talk, and then put the whole thing together. When do I get to the part where I have a whole team to do that for me? But even though I'm really stressed out about doing this, because I feel like I'm being rushed to do it because it needs to be out today because it's a Wednesday and episodes are supposed to come out every other Wednesday, I just pooped and it was really relaxing. So I feel like right now is the time to do this. I also have my matcha. So let's get this done. Hi everyone, my name is Bernie Mandelilo and this is my podcast, Burning Bridges. And today, in honor of Latinx Heritage Month, I am gonna talk about not a bridge I burned, but a bridge that I, hold on. Today I'm gonna talk about a bridge I didn't burn, but a bridge, but hold, can I get this right? Today I'm gonna talk about not a bridge I burned, but a bridge I built. Okay, there we go. I'm taking them back to 2018. Is that the time? Yes, I was 15 years old. Little Bernardo, because Bernie wasn't a thing yet back then, I guess. It was like, it's a college thing. And my, my friend from high school was super pissed about it for some reason. We were talking about it last week. And she was just like, but why do people call you Bernie? And I was like, I don't know, just started in college. And she was like, who started that? And I was like, me, I guess. Like, I just asked people to call me Barney. And she's like, well, you don't start your own nickname. It's not starting your own nickname. It's just rebranding, okay? I'm just a marketing genius. Anyways, back in 2018, I was still in Brazil because I grew up there. And I moved here to New York City, aka the Big Apple, aka the city that never sleeps, aka whatever, I don't know. To give you a little context, I need to take you back even further before 2018 into the 70s or 80s or 50s, I don't know, whenever my mom was 15. She was in a church youth group and I really don't know what she was doing. We had a talk a few weeks ago and she was like, Oh, you know, I was never popular when I was a kid. And you wonder why. Well, anyway, I'm sorry. But, like, a church youth group? She was doing her thing, whatever. But church didn't stop her from pulling house. She was getting some bitches. And so she meets her boyfriend, Bernardo. And I don't want to talk about the fact that, yes, I share a name with my stepdad. And the reason I don't like to talk about this is because people get brave with what they say about that. Back in high school, I was talking about it with one of my friends and I was like, me and my stepdad share a name. We're both called Bernardo. And she had the audacity, the audacity to look at me and be like, so when your mom and him are doing it, does she like say your name? Like, bitch, I don't want to think about that. But now that you brought it up, I can get it out of my mind. 
I'm, I'm, I'm very messed up in my mind, but not that much. I really don't want to think about that. But anyways, she meets her boyfriend. They date. They break up. Damn. But then, in 2016, everything was going on, including my mom going on, like, online groups for her church youth group. I don't know. And they meet again. They're like, okay, let's go on a date. Because, duh, she was, like, single and ready to mingle. Back in the game, the only thing that was different this time is that, one, they were old. And, two, he was living in New York City. And so they date for six fucking years long distance. Well, actually, no, that doesn't sound right. Six years. Now that I'm doing the map, that doesn't really make sense. Whoa, they actually met way before. Because they did date for six years. But we moved in 2018. So they met in 2012? But that doesn't sound right. doesn't matter. You know what? Just forget all the numbers I've been giving you. I'm not good at math. That's why my math credit in college is an origami class. Like, I'm just not here for the numbers. They date for, like, years long distance, which is fucking crazy. And they finally, finally decided to, like, join households. You know, like, let's shack up. That's my mom's story. And that's just a little context for how I got here. Because I was having my own little thing. I grew up watching like High School Musical and Camp Rock and all those like early 2000 American movies. So, you know, I wanted the American dream. I wanted the drama and the house parties and driving at 16, like all of that. And so my dream was kind of to come here to the US for like a few months for like a semester in high school and do like a little exchange moment. I I wanted to be Fez from that 70s show. Did you guys know that? His name is not actually Fez. Apparently, that's just like a code for foreign exchange student. <gasps> that's so offensive. <laughs> but yeah, so I wanted to be Fez. I wanted to be a foreign exchange student. Little did I know, bitch. Little did I know that New York was not going to provide me the house parties and driving at 16 because who the fuck is driving in New York City? New York City is its own country. This is not America. Regardless, I moved here, you know, but not just for a semester. Obviously, I, I've been here for four years, but I've moved here and I'm ready to live my Rachel Berry life because that was my role model. I was watching Glee and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to move to New York City and I'm going to go to a performing arts school and meet hot dudes in the bathrooms and, and you know, the drama and the singing. No, no. My life was more of a Riley from Girl Meets World. Yeah, and that's kind of sad. I did go to a performing arts high school, though. And before you ask, no, it's nothing like High School Musical. However, I do remember one of my first weeks in high school here, in my arts high school. We had a bomb threat. The city had a bunch of bomb threats around, and one of them was right by my school, so we couldn't go out for lunch. And so everyone, the whole student body, was in the cafeteria, which was very small. And so we're all crowded in there, and someone tries to start something. So they get this huge speaker, and they start playing music, and everyone is just dancing on top of the tables. 
But again, it was because of a bomb threat. So it was like high school musical meets in New York City. It was a fun school to go to, but also very traumatizing. You know, Britney Spears went there. And I always say that 100% when she was having her whole mental breakdowns. I know part of it was because she went there. Like all of the trauma was coming back because that place is scary. Also, Alicia Keys went there. And I was talking to my Spanish teacher once. And he said that she couldn't really sing. Speaking of Alicia Keys music, Empire State of Mind, the Empire State is very disappointing. Like, overall, just the, 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 the architecture of New York City is just kind of disappointing. You think you're gonna get here and it's gonna be all these huge fucking buildings. They're kind of small. <laughs> I think the most exciting thing I've ever seen was the Ferris wheel at Toys R Us. That was impressive. It wasn't big, but it was like, damn, you could fit this in here? You know what? The whole Times Square was so much better back then. Like, before I moved here, I visited a couple times and it was just so much more fun. I don't know what's going on with New York City, but we are changing and we need to take care of that. The city just has a different energy to it now. I don't I don't know how to explain it. I feel like especially after COVID and like, I'm not even gonna get into it, but the fucking transplant kids at NYU and the new school, I can't go to Washington Square Park and just chill there anymore. I feel like I always need to be like striking a pose, waiting for the next like person to come at me with a camera. You know that guy? You guys know who I'm talking about. He's always at Washington Square Park, like, interviewing people for TikTok. And I remember the first time I went to Washington Square Park. I didn't live here yet. I was just visiting, and I went with my mom and my stepbrother. And it was this hot summer day. We were running around the park. We were having fun. And then my mom was like, why don't you guys get into the fountain to, like, you know, refresh yourselves? People do that here. And I was like... Yes, mom, homeless people. I'm not gonna get into the fucking fountain. That's dirty. And she's like, no, it's normal. You should do it. Like, live your New York City life. I was like 12, so I just believed her. I was very naive. So I go into the fountain with my stepbrother and we're playing around in the water and I'm getting nauseous just thinking about it, but it gets worse. And I'm like, oh, let's try to stop the jets. And so we're like using our hands and our feet to like try and stop the water from coming out. Like the big ones, the big jets that they have. And then, uh, I can't believe I'm putting this out there, but I have this great idea to sit on the jets. I was like, I'm gonna stop the water with my butt. And so me and my stepbrother are doing that. Literally douching. <laughs> <laughs> douching with the fucking water <laughs> from the Washington Square Fountain. That water was up my ass. And so we're done playing, we're walking home, and all of a sudden we're like, ooh, my stomach feels weird. Like, what is this? And it starts to get really bad, and we're like, okay, we need to go home, we need to go home. We get home, we run into the bathroom. We had two bathrooms, and we're each in our own bathrooms just shitting everything out all the water from the dirty ass fountain just coming out of me and i feel like after that i was like a true new yorker 
because that water is never gonna fully leave my system like there's always gonna be a part of the washington square park water inside of me but regardless of being a stressful and busy and noisy and annoying place i love new york city and i'm very happy that i moved here because again this is the city that never sleeps the city for dreams and big crazy opportunities so we're gonna leave on that good note i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode if you do stop by washington square park any day make sure you don't go into the fountain i'll see you in two weeks bye bye